You're listening to News Talk 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Townsville media station. You're listening to Implicit Bias on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. Well, Implicit Birthday came and went, and yes, we are still here. Welcome into this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. As always, we're presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Karen Crow, Louisiana. They're enablers of the Second Amendment. The Renegade, everything you're looking for, firearms, ammo, knives, clothes, flamethrowers, rock-heavy tumblers now, which, by the way, that is what we use to consume our weekly whiskey here on the show. You can get it at the Renegade. You know what? It, the Renegade, now that I think of it, it's a gun show all by itself. Without the high prices, without an entry fee, just head north the State Police Troop I on the I-49 service road. That's where I would go, the Rustic Renegade. This week's episode of Implicit Bias, we've got the good, the bad, the ugly. I guess that would be Caleb Morris, Sam Stokes, and me, respectively. And unfortunately, we never learn. Okay, well, maybe not us per se, because we, we do at least attempt to learn here on the show. Every chance we get, we try to break things. We try to get pushed out of our little boxes, our comfort zone. We try to learn history, not just really learn history, but read history. We try to learn the lessons from it. So occasionally we do learn, but as a group, us, you, we, Americans, we just don't learn. We've mentioned that old premise of those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. We do that plenty on the show. But the reality is we need to do more than just know history. We actually have to study history. And guess what? If we study history, one of the most infamous Roman Caesars in history can teach us a lot of lessons. It's possible that those who want to rule over you, me, that they learned and simply modified, then repeated what really led to the end of the Roman Empire, or at least the beginning of it. Who's the Roman emperor? I'm curious if anybody here in the TSPL knows who this is. Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Anyone? Anyone? Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Better known as the Little Soldier's Boot, which is the translation of his nickname, Caligula. See, Caligula was part of the Roman Empire, not the Roman Republic. You know, the empire, the historical part of the Romans where the people's will was kind of no longer balanced out by their elected officials. Instead, the whims of the ruling elite got to dictate really what happened. Anyway, Caligula was known initially as a good leader the first seven, eight months or so. It was written by famous Roman historian Justinian that Caligula slaughtered 160,000 animals in the first three months of his reign to celebrate his ascendancy to Roman rule. Yeah, I guess that would kind of make you popular, right? After a while, however, Caligula, who was supposed to be in charge of the welfare of the Roman people, started spending lavishly, not from his own money, from public coffers. And he was spending lavishly on himself, his supporters, from public coffers. That doesn't sound familiar at all, does it? Anyway, then according to historians, 
he started losing his mind, which means he became a sexual deviant, including affairs with senators' wives, his male advisors, allegedly turned the royal palace into a brothel, murdered those who allegedly thought bad thoughts about him, and then apparently identified his horse as a trusted advisor. So how do you deal with crazy, possibly syphilis-riddled, senile leader who declares himself a god, which, by the way, is also something Caligula did. Well, the Roman system was broken at the time. There really was no court to remove these leaders. Again, sound familiar? That left the Romans with one option. And Roman options were usually brutal. That option was the military. And that, that is exactly what happened. The military intervened. To be precise, the Praetorian Guard, which, by the way, was the Imperial Guard, meaning the people entrusted with guarding Caligula against everyone else assassinated him. Let's be clear, I'm not in favor of assassination. We're trying to be Catholic, so that being the case, we're sure he could have been deposed without being murdered. So, okay, the Republic is now saved, though, right? Wrong. Why? Well, because the military had their own plans. See, the military wanted the power. They didn't want to return it to the people of Rome. Instead, they wanted the influence, they wanted the power, and that is exactly what they got. The military installed their man. So one corrupt leader replaced with a different one. Still corrupt nonetheless. It's at this point that the story that the little light bulb came on for me all the district attorneys who refused to prosecute criminals, all the purging of people in law enforcement and the military and, and purging people who didn't support the Constitution. Instead, they have to support a specific agenda. Factions of the FBI who refuse to prosecute obvious crimes, but usually it's only on one side of the aisle. That was the plan. See, the elitist who want to hoard power, who want to take it from you, me, they needed loyalists in positions of force because they know that if these subversive people weren't in place, well, eventually, the elitists would be the target again, just like Caligula was. But they learned. The question is, did we? So many people wonder why nothing has happened to people who continually send billions of dollars of your money to foreign countries how people who have been documented peddling influence to foreign governments, people who are blatantly lying to lawmakers, people who somehow knew to stop counting ballots in six critical states all at the same time, and now, with documented evidence of ballot trafficking, people are finally starting to ask, how, why do they keep getting away with it? Caligula's murderers? They're the answer. See, one side of the table put their players in the game so deep that those people weren't exposed until now. That, that is where you, that is where we come in. See, we have to find these stories. Don't let the legacy media lie about what's documented anymore, but we have to be honest about both sides because these people have been put in all parties. They're not ours. They're not D's. They're elitists, plain and simple. It's not ours versus D's. 
guess what? It's us against them. See, you have to use your implicit bias to advocate for fairness, for sanity, for equality of opportunity. Recognize your implicit bias, but hold them accountable to theirs as well. Yep. Unzip, put your implicit bias on the table, make them show theirs as well. It's time to measure up everyone. Put all of our implicit biases in the light and see whose is good and whose isn't. Speaking of good versus evil, we'll start a new distillery this month. Who knows what's good and evil in that? Our weekly whiskey is coming to us through our weekly whiskey partner, New News Markets, Youngsville, Scott, Milton, Maurice. We're getting offerings from Wild Turkey, one of the legendary names in whiskey. We'll welcome in the crew. We're going to discuss our weekly whiskey. We're going to see if we've learned something on this week's episode. And later, we are going to see what your implicit bias has done for two outstanding nonprofit organizations in our area through Implicit Birthday. That is all coming your way, if I can spit it out. That's all coming your way as we dive headfirst into this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Renee Gerard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist, owns Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress, right between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. How many cigars are in that humidor? A lot. A hundred? Oh, more than that. Way more than that? Way more than that. It don't matter? Thousands of cigars. Thousands? Thousands. Thousands of cigars <laughs> in the humidor of Piper's Haven. So you've got all these cigars. You've got pipes and pipe tobacco stuff. I got pipes, pipe tobacco, cigars, cigar lighters, cigar cutters, pipe lighters, pipe stands, Lambergee, Lambergee lamps, the scents. I got everything you need. Really what you need is a great cigar, great conversation of Piper's Haven. Yeah, right. and we need some cool weather because it's too hot to sit on a porch right now. I agree, but that's okay because you got a smoking room. Yes, we do. It's an air-conditioned smoking room with a big screen TV. So if you need a haven from home, you've got Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Street, between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Renee will help you pick out a great cigar. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping. Even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade 2840. To northeast of Angeline Thruway. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Use your implicit bias. 
Mention implicit bias when you call Luxury Limo and save 20% off of your booking. Don't forget, mention implicit bias and save 20% off your booking with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Welcome back to this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangel and Thruway. The Renegade, the man, the myth, the legend. He is here in the TSPL this week, as is the man to my right. He is Mike the Wheel Trammel sitting in the chair of intoxication. We're going to start with Mike because Mike, Mike's trying to re-earn his championship belt, which Luxury Lemo was so gracious to provide to Implicit Bias. Well, I mean, you guys kind of had to set that up to where, I, you know, the, the the VIPs were up front doing the whole show, and then all of a sudden they get called in the last ten seconds and say, "Hey, here's some of Caleb's backwash. Uh, how much? How much? How much do you think this this bourbon is?" And you, you know, still I was, valued it at like eighty five bucks, I think. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, I had to feel, I had to make Renee feel good. Renee looked like he was having a good time when I got up there. Renee was having a good time, no doubt. He was he was officially in the chair of intoxication. I, yeah, it looked like he was. It so were you. Kind of sounded okay. like it. Well, but you had somebody driving you home, so you're it, good. You're right. You're right. And you, you had luxury limo Lafayette driving you home, right? A great way to get there. Sure did. Sure you did. got there in style. You had no worries about how you were getting home, which we are big proponents as we do sample weekly whiskeys on our show. We sampled it at Implicit Birthday. Some people oversampled. We wanted to make sure everybody got home okay. So luxury limo is a great way to make that happen. Yeah, it was a great night. We, uh, <laughs> we actually had the Sprinter pick us up. At our house, uh, me and my sister and my brother-in-law and my wife went out, and we got to enjoy the Rustic Renegade that night. It was a great night. Got to enjoy some redemption in the back and some, uh, it was kind of like a buffet of Masterson's, too. Just to let you know, Caleb, and you were up front stuck, but you know, like oh, in the no, back. Oh, no, he we found were, it. I, I ran in the back and, and got a glass <laughs> before anyone else, and I was like, okay, now I'm good. You know, and by the time I made it back up front, I was like, uh, two glasses, two glasses. <laughs> Sam, I, I'm curious, you, you had to sit with your back to the room for maybe the first time, because you're in the corner here in the true TSPL, but there you sat with your back to the room, which I know was kind of uncomfortable for you. Hopefully you had a good time as well. Yeah, yeah, it was nice, man. It uh, it worked out, um, I, I guess, as good as anybody could expect it to from the um, from the technical side of things. I think it sounded really good on air. I, I it, it had a nice ambiance, to steal a word from uh, Caleb, who used that word like three or four times back to back in the opening segment after he knocked down uh, a glass and then another glass of Masterson. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think all in all, it was a great show, great turnout. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I love the technical side, so thank you very much, Sam. Speaking of ambiance. The Renegade itself, Caleb, was it was a great place to have the event. We've already, for those who might be interested, there's already begun discussion of the next event. I just don't know if we can do it at the Renegade. We we kind of outgrew it, but it was fantastic for the event. I I would love to have it again at the Renegade, but I I think that was my one chance because I mean the people we had there was a great event, great time, sold out, sold out in a heartbeat. You know, so if we add. 25 more, there's no way we can handle it. Yeah, but Caleb, you know how we do things here on Implicit Bias. We're yeah, not adding 25. 25 more. Yeah, We're not adding 25. We're, we're looking to add double or more, right? We're looking for a factor of. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that it'll happen. You know, we'll, we'll, we can easily double those numbers. Uh, we can easily have more people sneaking selfies of Sam when his back's turned to him. Yeah. Uh, all that good stuff. You know? We can absolutely do that. A fantastic night. I got to thank New News as well. You know, New News, a tremendous job, uh, not only bringing in Penelope bourbon. I mean, we had an opportunity for people to sample 
unreleased bourbon. And actually, let me rephrase that. It was technically an unreleased rye, a toasted barrel rye that only new news will get. We'll let you know when it lands after we've bought ours. But we will absolutely had a chance to taste it. It was phenomenal. And it's one of those things where when you step back and look at it, you go, man, we, pe- people had an opportunity to do something special, unique, and I'm looking forward to doing something else. I mean, how often do you have a chance to drink something that's still got a handwritten label, you know, that hasn't made it to a shelf that no one else has tried? And you're like, this is the first and only time you're going to get that opportunity. And the fact that we got to share it with so many people was, was phenomenal. Speaking of the people that we got to, to share with, one of the reasons we did the event was to share with some of our nonprofit organizations from Acadiana. There were two specifically that we wanted to share with. And we've got them here. We're going to do officially how much we're going to share a little bit later in the show because we kind of want them to stick around for just a little while. But we're going to start with Millicent Nugent. Millicent from the Acadiana Veteran Alliance. Millicent, you were there. I'm curious as to your thoughts. What kind of feedback did you get? What'd you think? So the event was absolutely awesome. I can't thank you, Kavan and Caleb and the team for not only inviting us, but having us be such a special part of the event. We had a fabulous time. Um, Obviously, we're huge fans of Rustic Renegade, and we had several of our board members and other participants within our organization, Acadiana Veteran Alliance, that had a fabulous time. Like you mentioned, getting to taste something that you wouldn't ever have the chance to do otherwise um, and getting to be around lots of individuals that in some capacity I had maybe met in the past but hadn't seen recently. So it was just such a great, wholesome time. Blast. Loved it. Thank you all so much. We were very, very glad to do it. And and I'm going to say this really quickly. For those who want to thank anyone, it's not the people in this room to thank. It's the people who paid, who came out, who bid on the silent auction, who did all of that, the people who are part of this community, they're the ones to thank. Because without them, we don't have a show. Without them, we don't have an event, Implicit Birthday. We're not able to make donations to great organizations in Acadiana. But it really wasn't just about whiskey, which is the crazy part. It was also about cigars. So everyone who showed up not only got to sample really cool whiskeys, but everyone who came in got two cigars from Piper's Haven a Perdomo, and a Fleurs de Girard. Rene Girard, Acadian, his only certified master tobacconist, handpicked these cigars for those who were coming to the event to say, I think this is going to go well with what we're about to taste. To be fair, Rene hadn't even tasted them. He'd been given kind of a profile of what he was looking for. And we could not have had that event because, you know, as Caleb liked to say that night, gunpowder and cigars don't go well together. So if you're going to smoke, please go outside. And the, the people who helped us with that tent, that was the, the Boy Scouts of America Evangeline Council. And we've got Michael Jenkins here with us, who was actually also at the event, part of the event. So, Michael, your thoughts. So, Kavon, you say that we shouldn't thank you. And I understand you saying that because certainly those people that were uh, patrons of the event certainly need to be thanked. And, and we definitely appreciate the community for caring about the Boy Scouts of America. But I do absolutely, between you and Caleb, appreciate both of you and your, your interest in and care for scouting and for what we do and for the, for the youth that we serve. And the reasons that we serve the way that we do, uh, we're incredibly grateful to you. So, as, as I mentioned to 
Lee Ritter, who is also working with Boy Scouts of America Evangeline Council, you know, I kind of told him what was going to happen here tonight. And he said, man, that's humbling. And I said, you know, I, I, we're going to do more. We're, we're going to do more because the reality is when you live in the community we live in, when you have the community that we have, not just around this show, but what Acadiana has, you feel obligated, right? If you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. Otherwise, you mean nothing. And you know what? Our, our goal is to, to mean something to somebody other than just ourselves. We've, we've got to prioritize. But we definitely want to affect the community. We're going to get to that in a minute. So let's talk about what is also affecting the community here in the TSPL this week. It is our weekly whiskey from really kind of the people who got the implicit birthday conversation rolling. And it was new news. It was Jason who said, look, we could get some whiskey in here and we could do this. And what turned into a spitball conversation here in the TSPL one week, all of a sudden turned into implicit birthday. So they have done a tremendous job, a fantastic partner. And this week they are getting us started in August with wild turkey month. I thought turkey season was a little bit later in the year, but apparently it hits in August. So we are on wild turkey season. We are starting with Russell's Reserve 10-year whiskey. So this one, and it's a bourbon, right? 45% alcohol by volume, 10 years old. We're going to go to, we'll see if Mikey likes it. And, and really, mate, that should be your nickname, Mikey, because of the way that you treat this. The wheel trammel from Luxury Limo Lafayette. Does Mikey like it? It's average. You want to expand on that? Do you want me to tell you the truth? I mean, it's just average. Um, I'm picking up some vanilla. It's got a little bit of spice to it. Okay. It's it has a burn. It's not heavy. Um, just not my cup of bourbon. I guess you could say not, not cup of tea. Cup not of your bourbon. cup of bourbon. Okay. Look, some people don't like some flavor profiles from some distilleries. I absolutely understand that. Right. Um, so for example, you know, I like what Penelope does, their flavor profile. I like what Elijah Craig does, their flavor profile. Those are some of my favorites. Michter's has a fantastic flavor profile. I like those too, but usually I'm not on the show for those. (laughs) (laughs) See, you knew it was coming. He's going to find a reason to complain folks. You could, you could dissolve gold in alcohol and he would tell you it's got a metallic taste. He would come up with something, right? I mean, last week we had on the show, it was Penelope's private label, select, uh, You got gold. to drink all those. You got uh, to drink all those. You were there. I don't want to hear it. And trust me, I saw you. You drank all of those. I know you did. Sam Stokes in the corner. What do you think about this Russell's 10-year reserve? I, I, think, uh, I think the wheels got it right, right on the head there. I think it's kind of a, um, the first sip was kind of, I thought it was going to be a fastball for me, but the second sip was just a swing and a miss, man. I mean, you get a lot of sweet right up front. I taste, I I get, I'm assuming this is a lot of corn. I get that vanilla or caramel kind of whatever. I think it's more on the vanilla side that Mike's talking about on the very, very tail end. You get some of that. Um, I don't know. It's like a wood smoke, uh, type flavor and you get a little bit of pepper but it's just such an afterthought, man. It, it, it's like very much reminds me of like whenever uh, my friend says that they've got some great whiskey that they want me to try. Like this is generally what it is, you know, <laughs> like this is it's it's just uh, it's not quite there for me. Wow. It's a brutal not quite there for me from the Russian judge. Caleb, what do you think about this? one? I'm, I'm wiping tears from my eyes right now. <laughs> yeah. 
coming from somebody whose favorite subject in school was uh, Turkey 101, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty good. You know, and I, I say pretty good, being honest. Like, you get, there's a lot of caramel in it. Then in the front, then it goes, it bleeds out into vanilla. You get the spice, the woodiness at the end of it, and a little bit of the alcohol. It's definitely, you can get the corn in there because you have that sweet, that viscosity of it. Um, it's, it's not the wild turkey that I had growing up. It's not. You can. It's more refined. There's, like I said, there's a ten year. This is this is this is a good middle of the, middle of the run, you know, for for breaking people into it and saying, look, you want to try something neat, give this a shot. So I think that on ice we're gonna lose a lot. To your point, I I like that you bring up the wild turkey that you thought of as a kid. There's. I, I like how we went right there as a kid because South Louisiana, you know, I didn't say Turkey 101 in high school, but that's what it was. <laughs> but, but, but it was. Those childhood memories. It, it was. Yeah. Wow. So, by the way, we do advocate that only drink if you're over 21, right? Or parents' permission. That's up to mom and dad. But we are not advocating for youth drinking here on the show, just so everybody knows. Um, but that reference to it's not the wild turkey you think of years right. ago, right? right. There's, when it comes to English, there's the connotation and the denotation. Denotation being the definition of the word. Mm -hmm. Connotation being emotional feeling that comes with the word. When you give that, then say, we're going to do wild turkey. We're going to do something from that distillery. There's, if you've got that memory of old school wild turkey, the connotation is, ooh, I'm not so sure. To your point, this is very different than that. Leaps and bounds. And then turkey's done a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, if you, the long branches is one of the one rare of really breed stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there and they've been kind of trying to change their game with it. I think this is, this isn't a home run, but this is a base hit, you know, and base hits, base hints win games. Right. So, uh, I think they're doing a very good job with it. The flavors on this, it's sweeter than I would go to. Definitely not, not an old fashioned mixer, but it, it it's, it's around there. All right. Millicent, you have a glass in front of you. You're, you're the newbie to the group when it comes to, to bourbon, is my understanding. What did you expect for this 10-year 90 proof? And what did you get? So I actually, because of the color, I don't know for whatever reason, and obviously my palate is nowhere near like y'all's. So um, I did think, okay, this might be a little bit sweet for whatever reason. And it was. So I at least got that right. And um, it has like a little kick to it. I know that's not the best word to use, but spice, pepper on the end. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, just, yeah, gets you. So to your point, and what I find really, really interesting is sweet. Yes, so definitely you get sweet. And maybe that's, because everything Sam said, he's like, yeah, it's a hit and a miss, or a swing and a miss, but I get get caramel, I get vanilla, I get the sweet, then at the end I get this little bit of finish where you get that little bit of smoky, and I'm like, that sounds pretty decent to me. I mean, to Caleb's point, is, is this a Grand Slam home run? Probably not. This is not a blue in my, in my ranking on the Morse Whiskey rating code. If this is average, dear Lord, how, how high have we raised the, the whiskey bar if this is average? And, you know, Mike, to your point, I'm not necessarily going to argue that this isn't average. But to me, that when you say bourbon, you think caramel, sweet, Corn, vanilla, smoke, maybe a little bit of oak. This delivers on that for me. Do I have expectations of it being, you know, gold in a bottle? Not necessarily. For me, it's like it's like a pepperoni pizza. 
that has way too much cheese on it. So you're getting all the cheese, all but the see, cheese, all, and in the background yeah. you get a little sauce, a little pepperoni. See, to, and like what I what I get out of this is if we were all in the same family and we we're all from Crotch Springs, right, or Oklahoma, <laughs> which I have family from Oklahoma, you're gonna have to look at have to look at Mike every once in a while and go, Mike, no, that's your cousin, <laughs> right? That's this. You're like, oh, it looks pretty good. Now that's your cousin, you know. <laughs> All right, oh so Sam, Sam's giving me the finger from the corner. Maybe it's after my last comments on everything he said being good. Oh, no, that's the one-minute finger from Sam. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the Morse Whiskey rating code. We're going to play What Would You Pay for this bottle of Russell's Reserve 10-year-old bourbon whiskey. And then we're going to jump in headfirst into the topics on this week's episode of Implicit Buys. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightork.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. High Torque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Hey Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. 
Welcome back to this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angela and Thruway. We are continuing our sampling of this week's weekly whiskey from New News Market, Youngsville, Scott, Milton, Maurice. Swing by, find it if you're intrigued by the conversation, because now we have to rate it on the Morse Whiskey Rating Code, and we have to play... What Would You Pay? Yes, that is the What Would You Pay championship belt chain provided by Luxury Limo of Lafayette, where we will dive into what you would pay and whose lands closest to the actual price of this bottle of Russell's Reserve 10 years. So first on the Morse Whiskey rating code, remember, red, I wouldn't drink it even if it was free. Yellow, I'll only drink it if it's free. Green, I would buy this. Blue, I would seek this out. This is special. Let's start with the chair of intoxication. Mikey, the wheel trammel of Luxury Limo of Lafayette, where do you rate this first on the Morse Whiskey rating code? I used to hate when I was in, in elementary school being called Mikey. Dude, okay, so you know what? All honesty, I'm sorry, Mikey. <laughs> Sam, how much longer do we got left in this episode? The, dis- the disrespect on this show. Yeah, it's aggravating, huh? Yeah, it's- yeah, yeah. Very it's aggravating. when the commercials were out, and I'm old yeah. enough to remember them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember. Yeah, there, there, are few of us, there are a few of us here in the TSPL who are old enough to remember the light, Life Serial, right? Mikey yeah. Likes It commercials. Namely, right? just you. Yeah, well, hey. Yeah. And here's the good news. I might be old enough to remember them. I'm just glad that Mike Trammell's old enough to have already forgotten them. <laughs> All right, Trammell, where does this rate on the Morse Whiskey rating code? I was also interested, real quick, uh, back to the last segment. You notice how many baseball analogies everybody used? We do have a lot of baseball analogies. Sam, Sam was, you know, with fastball, fastball right down the middle. Caleb said home run, and you, base no, hit, I'm sorry. Caleb, and Caleb you were home said, run. I no, I said it's is it is it a home run? No, it's it's not a home run, right? But it is an absolute. It, it's a double for me. Well, right, and it's one of those things like people relate to baseball. Yeah, if I was like, look, it's light recoil, very little muzzle jump, you know, easy to hit a target at 25, 40 yards. Not everybody's going to get that. So, Trammell, where do you rate this? This is this is that average hitter. He's hitting two forty. Oh, uh, so below the Mendoza line? Okay, no, Mendoza line's two hundred. Mendoza line was two hundred. Yeah. Okay. But now you have the shift in baseball, so correct. Two forty is pretty just, good, man. That messes yeah, it up. Yeah, I know. Back in my day, two forty was was average. Okay, yeah. We we got we got to pause for a second. Trammel, red, yellow, blue, green. One word. Red, yellow, blue, green. Which one? One word. Yellow. Yellow. Okay. He average. starts with the yellow. Now, for time, let's go ahead and and bring this in. Where are you going to put this? In what would you pay? Because you, you provided the, the oh, championship okay. belt. You won it, right? But you didn't win it last week. So what would you pay for this bottle of Russell's Reserve 10-year? Man, so we're like doing like a double yes. right here. We're yeah. talking about baseball. Double. There we go. And I get first choice. Huh? You get first choice. Mm, this is going to be a mid-30s. Um, $36.99. $36.99. So he gives it a yellow and $36.99. Sam Stokes. Yeah, I think this one has like a slightly below average on base percentage. You know, it takes a lot of walks, but it's not really no power to the corridors or anything like that. Um, it's it's a yellow for me all it's, the way every okay. day of the week. It's a yellow. All right. So we have two yellows. What are you going to pay for this? Where's your what would you pay on this? You know, Caleb pulled me aside in the break and he was politicking with me for this whiskey and he slipped a price to me. But I feel like he was he was doing some some espionage, some some dirty deeds. 
I feel like he named the price just to kind of distort uh, what I was thinking the price was. I was definitely thinking mid thirties, and Mike the Wheel kind of took that from me. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Thirty six ninety nine. Caleb Morse. It's a green. It's a green for me, and forty four dollars. Forty four dollars. All right. Thank, so first of all, Caleb, thank you for following instructions. Thank you for for. Just making this easy, right? Because hurting the cat to my right is sometimes difficult. Go ahead, Trammell, because I know you want to say something. Right, let's go. We're Trust on a time me, schedule I, here. I okay. Have way more I want to say. But <laughs> I don't know what batting a 240 really means. <laughs> All right, Millicent. So you're new to this and just red, yellow, green, blue, right? And yeah. then what do you think it costs? Okay, or, so or what would I you am, pay for it? I am going to go with yellow. Okay. And I am going to go with, you said $29.99? Correct. I don't like where you're going with this. So I'm going to say $30. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I do love that she assured that unless Sam is on the nose, he will not win the championship belt here in the TSPL this week. It could be lower. It's closest to the hole. It is closest to the hole. It it is. Closest to the hole. $30. Wow. Dang. Man, she's dropping the gauntlet there. All right. Wow. I'm going to give this a green. To me, this is an absolute green. I would buy this. I would drink this every single night as just a regular sipper. It's, it's not that special bottle. It's not. Um, to me, for a 10-year, I would hope to have gotten a little more depth of flavor to it. But you know what? It's okay. It's still a good, drinkable just to me, core bottle of bourbon. I obviously cannot play what would you pay because I know what the price tag is. But now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to do some math. And you know what? My math is, uh, is right. And uh, we don't have anybody with cameras here because I kind of wish we did because this would be fun. Uh, for those who have not seen, we're going to get a picture of the person who wins with the what would you pay championship belt slash chain here on implicit bias. Yes, you can hear it rattle in the back because the person who win it is the what would you pay world champ. It is Mike Trammell. Yeah. This is a $39.99 bottle of whiskey. Caleb, he you missed it by a dollar, right? Closest to the hole as yes, Trammell is now putting this on over his headphone, sitting at the table. Fits um, perfectly. Fits perfectly, yes. I, I actually picked this up at the racetrack on uh, the um, Evangeline Thruway. Yeah, I got an oh, eight-track, yeah. a cigarette, and this all for $10. <laughs> I hope you had your gun with you, too. <clears throat> oh, oh, the jockey lot, right? Not the racetrack, the jockey lot? No, the racetrack. Oh, you the can, racetrack. You can really get anything. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Station. They got frozen yogurt there. It's delicious. Learn, learn something new every single day. Yeah, they actually have like a CD stand <clears throat> set up up front and everything there. Like, it's Wow. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You get right. somebody to clean your windshield for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe. That I believe. Okay. So let's talk about because there's one story that we kind of just have to lean into. This is too much fun right off the bat. Way too much fun. And we're going to get everybody to contribute. Mike Jenkins from Boy Scouts of America, Evangeline Council. Uh, not that we want to exclude him from the last couple of segments, but Mike doesn't drink. Right? Michael does not drink. So you know what? That's okay. 
But no, no, I don't know where you're putting the chain. No, the chain stays on the table or on you, Trammel. You have to wear it. It just took him 30 <laughs> seconds to put it down. I don't well, know guess what? Take 30 more seconds and pick it back up. <laughs> I he was trying to do it lightly, too. Pick like, it, it wouldn't up. make noise, okay. but it was like opening a candy in a movie theater. <laughs> and you interrupted while he was saying, it's okay that Mike doesn't drink. Like, yeah, it, I've got it's, plenty it's, of friends who don't drink, and they're still good friends. Absolutely, right? Michael, you want to wear the chain? That is absolutely fine. No, <laughs> nope, nope. The person who wins has to wear the chain, so put the chain back on. I gave the bourbon a yellow, but this is giving my neck green. Uh, well, you bought it, so you know what? You get to live with it. There you go. All right, so this one story that we came across, you know, when I, when I think about everything that is just going wrong in the world today, there are some things that... Oh, I just, I, I just can't, I just can't. And Millicent's over there shaking her head. I, I did not get to actually print out this story. What it is, it is a YouTube video that we happened upon. We happened upon it and it is, is bad. It is a company that is now 3d printing a steak. Well, Caleb, looks like Caleb wants to disagree with me over here. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm thinking it's not that far-fetched. Oh, no, it's not far-fetched at all. They actually did it. Look They're at, doing it. Look at the pink slime that people have been eating from McDonald's for over 20 years, right? Chicken nuggets. Well, even the burgers. The burgers, the burgers come with what's called pink slime. That's what they call it. And that's been since it was bought out in like 1983, I think, or 84, from the brothers, the McDonald brothers. Uh, and they started working on the, you know, capitalizing on margin and everything yep. else going up, going up with the food. It's literally called pink slime. So, so all I worked there is, and never heard that. That's interesting. So all this is, is pink slime being fed through a tube. Okay, but it's not even, it's not even meat pink no, slime. It's, meat. it's meat substitute pink yeah, slime. Yeah. And it's not pink. It's like this weird flesh tone. Maybe and, what they, and what they claim is that they give it the same texture of a steak by cross-hatching the 3D yeah, yeah, print. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, look, if you're going through that much effort to eat a dang steak, eat the dang steak, yeah. right? I mean, just eat the cow. So let's be, let's be brutally honest about this. And, and I'm just, and, and as anybody wants to chime in, just, you know, g- give a nod and we'll slide the mic over, but. The, the one thing that really jumped out to me at this is, and it's part and parcel as to where we are in the world today. Notice they are saying, this is a 3D printed steak. No, it's not. It is absolutely not. Well, no, we're, we're 3D printing a steak. No, you're not. You're 3D printing meat substitute. That is not a steak. A steak, by definition, is a steak. It is the muscle membrane of a cow that has been butchered, cooked, and put on your plate. That is a steak. This? This is not a steak. This is meat substitute. Stop trying to convince me that what I know is not a steak is a steak. I, I looked. I was trying to find how much it goes for per ounce. Is, is, it, is it more cost-effective than beef? More cost-effective than veal? I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm curious. When I was watching the video that you sent us, Kavan, like, uh, you know, it kind of looks like the fibers of the layers of the meat kind of, and I'm, man, my stomach was just like, uh, me being the most robust here. On <laughs> that's a, that's a, that, look, talk as, as we talk about people redefining words, he redefines the word robust, right? <laughs> but that's the point, right? Millicent, you want to chime in? From my perspective, obviously the, the first two things I thought of was, you know, our agricultural, you know, businesses and industry as a whole is already 
really suffering. And so we're looking at a three, 3D printing of this plant-based substitute, right? Yep. And so not only that, but it's automation. It's another, another way that we're steering towards this where I'm like, what's happening to our workforce? So, and to your again, point, it goes back to what ABA is all about when it comes to work placement and trying to help our veterans get into jobs. And we see these videos that are plant-based substituting where going the complete opposite direction as obviously. And like. to your point, as we get ready to close out this segment, that is a great segue because we're going to jump in the next segment. We're going to actually have y'all open your envelopes here in just a minute from Implicit Birthday. Y'all get the best birthday presents from Implicit Birthday, as you should. But, you know, as we talk about its automation, they're trying to bring us away. They're trying to do away with, with people and all that. This is another one. If you caught part of last week's show, I don't remember if you were there for the recording where we talked about people saying, oh, this is a great idea, just like solar power. And not thinking through what other problems can this create? Is this solution worse than the problem they are trying to solve. This is one where I could see eventually in years are like, yeah, we know we made millions and millions and millions of people eat this. This wasn't a great idea. Sorry. I could see this going that way, just like we are now getting all of the heavy metal runoff from all the solar panels that they put in in California, where nobody thought when these things are done, what are we going to do with them? Nobody thought that far. We try to think that far. We try to do that here on Implicit Bias. Stick with us. You'll see exactly why we do what we do when we come back on this week's episode. Hey, Acadiana. I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightort.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. Hightort, busted nuts for over 50 years. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Freeway. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. 
Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Final segment of the first hour of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade. 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. The Renegade is in the house, as is Mikey the Wheel Trammel from Luxury Lemo of Lafayette. Sam Stokes in the corner and two very special guests who are here for their implicit birthday present. They don't know it. I, they didn't show up going, hey, I'm here to collect my present. I asked them to come here for this week's episode because we at Implicit Bias wanted to make sure that they got a chance to get this and also as proof of concept. So number one, we on Implicit Bias often talk about Talking the talk, therefore you have to walk the walk. So we want to do it in a way that is meaningful to the people that they support, to all of them. We have with us, ladies first, Millicent Nugent of the Acadiana Veteran Alliance, and then we have Michael Jenkins of Boy Scouts of America, the Evangeline Council, and I have an envelope for each of them. So I want to make sure I've given you the right envelopes. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and open the envelopes, and then one of you can tell us what's in there. It's the... Same for both of you. We love everyone equally here. But this is what Implicit Bias, as a group, wanted to do for your two organizations. So who wants to go first? Millicent gets the nod. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I always am just overwhelmed with Acadiana not being from here. I um, have been blessed to be a part of this community for quite a while now, but yet at the same time, not having my roots here and just continuing to see what Acadiana has to offer. And especially stepping into this role as executive director of Acadiana Veteran Alliance and just seeing the magnitude of support that we have seen in such a short period of time. So last time when I was here, I was so blessed to be able to mention that this is also our two year uh, birthday at kind of around the same time. So it was perfect timing. And, um, you know, this this blessing that you have just given us is I really for a second just want to talk about where this is going to go to. So so real quick so yeah. people can know because we didn't actually tell them what was in the envelope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What was, what was in your envelope? So Acadiana Veteran Alliance received one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars from the event. Thank you so, so much. And Boy Scouts of America Evangeline Council, you got. Same. Thank Same. you. We love everybody equally, right? So, Millicent, yes, if you would, because, Mike, I want you to talk about that in just a second, too. Yeah. How does this help? I mean, the reality is we want to do more Absolutely. as a group. We, we want to write bigger checks to your organization. It's what we strive to do. This is what we could do from this event, and we've got conversations about the next one, as I've said. But what does this do? Who does this help? Does this make an impact, I guess, is the question. So... Um, to say it makes an impact is an understatement. Um, this is extremely significant. So I will break this down into where this, what this amount can do and where it's going to go. So within Acadiana Veteran Alliance, we have two major programs within our organization, our work program being one where we help veterans be placed in career opportunities. But then on the other side, we have our HEAL program. And this is something obviously very near and dear to our hearts. A lot of individuals in this room know those that have gone through our HEAL treatment program. And um, this amount, this $1,250, will specifically go to one veteran to receive 
our SGB treatment. So this is the stellate ganglion block um, treatment that is utilized for those that have post-traumatic stress. And this will help them get to a place where they are much more willing and able to work through their trauma that they've experienced in their past. So this amount will directly impact one veteran here in Acadiana. And that is the most significant part because we are literally not only changing the individual lives, but the family unit, the employer that that individual works for and the community as a whole. So this is beyond significant. So thank you so much. We are thrilled to do that. Thank you, Millicent, for helping us understand kind of where this goes and what this does. Mike Jenkins of Boy Scouts of America Evangeline Council. What does this do for the youth of Acadiana? So this is, to uh, put it in equal terms, this is a board level contribution, which is significant. And I'll tell you what this means. We have recently changed our giving campaign to investment and character because that is what's happening when contributions are made to the Boy Scouts of America. People are investing in the character development of children. And so now, rather than call people donors, we are calling them investors. So y'all have become an investor in the character of the children of this community. Just don't teach them our character, please. (laughs) Congratulations to you. And we're talking about all the great things that you know of scouting, doing a good turn daily and being prepared and being trustworthy and loyal and helpful and reverent, right? You're investing in the character of these kids. And I'll tell you exactly what this means. This is the equivalent of a full year's programming events, participation, character development for five scouts. So um, thank you so much. This is a wonderful contribution. We, we, we are thrilled to do it. And I'm curious from the, the team here at Implicit Bias, even Sam, what y'all think, what your thoughts were, uh, the impact that this has on you, and, and the reason why we picked a couple of these wonderful organizations. I think that's great. You're saying it, it goes directly to five, five young men, correct? So basically that it, it could be young yeah. men or women. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could be basically changing five people's lives with, with that. And you will and you are. Well, and, and let's think about this. There's a multiplier there because if you change their five lives, yep. They're going to affect the lives of whether it's their spouses, their parents, their siblings, their cousins, their communities, it, it expands, right? It, it's, it is truly um, exponential when we do something like this. That is exactly right. The, these young people will affect thousands of people in their lifetime in a positive way because of what they become. But beyond that, even just right now, we've done studies where the, the families, their families, their parents, their siblings, their lives completely change as well. Um, we, we can show you how, for instance, dad... And, you know, now that means mom too, right? But uh, dad goes from a um, low-level minimum wage job, comes and participates in scouting with their child, and dad changes, mom changes, their life changes, their ideas change, their attitudes change, and before long they are moving from their uh, minimum wage job to more fulfilling, more important things that they're doing in their lives. We see that happen all the time in scouting. So this has a, a, an unknown effect that magnifies by the day with these kids. So thank you so much for the contribution. That's awesome. Caleb? 
And, you know, with the scouting side of it, I've always been a big proponent of the stakes and stogies, not just because it's a good time, but because of the, the money raised and the, and the benefit and the outlook from it. And through the AVA, uh, the SGB shot, uh, I personally know more than my fair share of people who that has, that has helped. I know the struggle. Um, I, I know the issues you face. I know the weight that you, you have on your shoulders and the weight you add to your shoulders. And that shot is a chance to stop the attrition. It's putting a tourniquet on a bleeding appendage and says, look, you know, we're still injured, but we can get through this. And it gives you the chance. It gets you to a place where you can ask for help and not burden yourself more emotionally and mentally. Um, so through both of these benefits, through, through both of these checks, I know that no matter how we try to quantify the impact, it's immeasurable because it's going to impact so many more people than, than the direct impacts because of that exponential growth, because of the change that you're going to see. You know, that, that one vet's going to, going to wake up now and, and think life's better. And he's going to tell, he or she's going to tell their friends that life can be better. And they're going to realize, and we're going to save a life on that end. And through the Boy Scouts, those kids are going to learn a skill that's going to be with them for the rest of their life. And if they join the service, it, it, it's, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. You know who the Eagle Scouts are when you're in. You know, and then you see them as they progress through life and grow. Um, I, I'm grateful that, that I can be part of a helping hand with this. We are grateful that your implicit bias made this possible. Stick around for hour two. We're going to come back. Surprise weekly whiskey in hour two. One that might be hard to find. Almost impossible. Potentially unobtainium. On this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of Implicit Bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of Implicit Bias. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightork.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. High Torque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Hey, Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337 
412-1536 or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. You're listening to News Talk 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Hour two of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We are presented by the Rustic Renegade, but hour two is only possible because of Piper's Haven. 3916 West Congress, Rene Girard, Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, the man who helped handpick, actually I say helped, the man who handpicked the cigars for Implicit Birthday, paired it sight unseen with our whiskeys. Phenomenal job. Go see Rene. You can give him a couple of hints. That is why he is affectionately referenced here as the certified wizard of tobacco. Because whether it's a pipe, whether it's a cigar, he's got you taken care of. 3916 West Congress, go see Renee, and you are in tremendous hands. So this week we have had our Russell's Reserve 10-year bourbon whiskey as we start Wild Turkey Month in August from our weekly whiskey partner, New News Markets, Youngsville, Scott, Milton, and Maurice. But we also had a surprise bottle. So I've got a buddy, and, and we actually tried to reach out and see if we could get him into the show. If we can get him in for the last segment, we might. But John Mode of the Dania Beach Bourbon Club was kind enough to get this bottle to me. It is Key West Bourbon Whiskey. Now, when I tell you, and, and check our social media, find us on Instagram, at Implicit Bias Radio, on Facebook, at Implicit Space Bias, Right? You will absolutely love the look of this particular bottle. It is a fantastic presentation, but when you're trying to find it, you're going to have a really hard time. Why? Because this whiskey, distilled in Key West, I want to say they made 163 bottles. So it is absolutely unobtainium. But as we open it here in the Top Secret Podcast layer, I'm curious to know what the crew thinks. We're going to start in the chair of intoxication to my right. Mikey the Wheel Trammel. Mr. Trammel, you've got this one over ice. I think it needs a little ice. Your thoughts on this one? It definitely needs ice. Uh, man, this one, this one, uh, put a little hair on your chest, I guess you could say. I mean, it, it is strong. Um, man, I really... Come back around to me because I just really started tasting it. it okay. I, I'm just getting a burn right now. I yeah. haven't really. No worries. I'm not Sam, getting any flavor. Sam, what are you thinking? Uh, disclaimer, I am sipping it over ice. So just put that out there. Um, uh, a really nice change from the first whiskey that we we sipped on, which was very sweet. And, and I felt like mostly sweet, not a lot else. This came out with some really bold flavors. We were all talking about um, how it was very reminiscent of um, of rum, a um, lot of lot of peppers, a lot of that whatever rum spice. Um, we we thought maybe it was um, in, in rum cast, finished in rum cast or something like that. So really nice and bold. It holds up well against the ice sphere. Um, just it, I've only had a few sips of it so far, but uh, already a much more pleasurable experience than the, the previous whiskey. Okay, Caleb. 
So I tried it neat earlier, and I'm on ice now. Uh, it's 105 proof, and it, it it's way hotter than you realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely got some corn in there. I, I think it's it has to be finished in a rum cast or or something like that. Has to. You, you get that that sugar cane kind of flavor, a lot of caramel, a lot of spice. It's very floral. Like if if Captain Jack Sparrow drank bourbon, this would be his. This would be it. I. I that is an absolutely accurate description. I mean, painfully accurate description. So I'm like, why didn't I think of that? I would absolutely agree. This is one where you're like, the whiskey that Captain Jack Sparrow drinks is Key West bourbon whiskey. So Millicent Nugent of Acadiana Veteran Alliance, here for the show, here for implicit birthday presents, all that good stuff. I can't lie. I was kind of shocked at your reaction to this one initially. Tell us what you think of this one. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, again, palate is not as advanced as others in the room. Doesn't but, have to be. You like it because you like it, and that's all I, that matters. I like matters. it a lot, and I like it. I mean, I didn't try it neat, so I don't know about that part, but I love it over ice. I think it's pretty smooth and has a good bite. I don't know. So what's interesting is you talked about the pepper, kind of the heat from the Russell's Reserve, which was only 90 proof. Yeah. This comes in at 105, so... It's significantly more alcohol in the bottle. I guess that's why I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But the interesting part is, so I get with this one, you know, and we talked about, and I'm going to use the word on on the air, the mouthfeel, right? You get that kind of explosion of deep flavor from, and I get that from this. You take that first sip and it fills the mouth, it fills the palate, just it, it doesn't overcome you. But it does just, its presence is known. It's not necessarily aggressive, but it definitely shows some strength to it uh, when you get that sip. I guess it's, they call it an oily finish, right? Because it's got a little more viscosity to it than the Russell's Reserve. I get a lot of smoke. I get a lot of char from the barrel on this one. But to Caleb's point, it's that sweet char, almost like a rum char which I find really, really interesting because you get those notes and you're like, man, this is, it's bourbon, but it's got a different level of complexity to it as to where it lands. Whether I'm really in on that level of complexity, I'm not quite sure yet. But it's really, really interesting because as I said, it's really good, but it's different. It is not what you normally expect when you see bourbon whiskey. It's not a straight bourbon fastball to what Sam normally mentions. This is, this is maybe a bourbon screwball, and, and, and I hate to use that because there's that other stuff that claims to be bourbon I th- out there I think that I uses said that. Change up. I, I, I thought about change up. I was trying to get away from the baseball euphemisms, but it does that the previous whiskey was definitely non-remarkable, I guess, like nothing really special about it. This one is kind of on in its own lane. And we're all kind of deciding if we like that particular lane or not, but it certainly is in its own space, and, and you could appreciate that, right? So Trammell's had an extra second to try some more. Let's let's see what he thinks. I love all the baseball terms. I mean, man, <laughs> y'all, are, like, y'all are hitting it out of the park tonight. I, I am getting now, like, after I drink a few more sips, uh, a little bit more smoke, but, boy, it is a sweetness on it, huh? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that middle reliever when he comes in and he holds, <laughs> he holds the game for that closer. But it's... It's not a closer. Agreed. It, this isn't this isn't a closer for me. But this might be 
not the first one you have of the night. So to your point, it's definitely not the first whiskey that you're going to have of the evening. You don't want to close the evening out with this one. But it absolutely could be a solid middle reliever. Yeah. He's, it's different. It's maybe that crazy teammate that you had in high school that's kind of off the wall, and a little weird, but, you know, you don't know if you like him or. <laughs> so is this, so is this Serrano, right? He can absolutely hit a fastball, but a curveball, he's in trouble. Uh, Joe Boo. Joe Boo, yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's a major league reference for those as we continue with the baseball analogies and movie references as we do all the time. Caleb? So I've been trying to place like when or where I'll drink it. I think this would make a phenomenal bread pudding. Oh, it's got sauce? it's got the, yes. the it's got the seasoning, it's got the the sweetness and else, but it still has that little edge on it. Like I think to me this would be almost a dessert bourbon. You know, at the end of my meal, yeah, I could it, see that. It has to pair well because it's sweet, right? So you don't want to overpower whatever you're eating with it. But I think like to me this is almost a dessert bourbon. So I'm going to tell you where I would really like to try this in an old fashioned. Because it's going to stand up to everything. It's going to stand up to the bitters. It's going to stand up to the simple syrup. It's going to stand up to the orange. And the orange might pull even more you know, out of it. You, you know, you might, you might be on to something. We could, we could take some uh, syrup. And, and, and I'd probably cut this a little bit thinner than I normally would uh, when, I, when I do something with a syrup like that. Um, we should have Alex try it and see what he can come up with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're – Alex is on speed dial. He knows. Yeah. He knows this is one where I would love to put it in front of him. Um, <clears throat> you know, the man who makes your liver hurt actually turned me on to a Boulevardier cocktail. I'd love to tell you I know everything that's in it. What I know is it's really good. <laughs> Typically, it's made with rye because it needs something with some spice, some proof to stand up to, to everything else that's in the cocktail. This would add a complexity to that that is off the charts. This to me would be a really great mixing bourbon. It's not, it's not bad by any means, straight. Oh, no, yeah. But as a mixer, this one could be off the charts. It, it's so complex. Like it, it has so much to it that you don't expect. You know, and it, it's, there's a lot to it, and it, it's unwrapping. Because the more you drink it, the more you sip it, the more flavor you get. I mean, because I initially get that sweet, and then it starts to mellow out, and you get more of the spices, and then it's still sweet, but then you get the burn. It, it it's a complex drink. Yeah, that's the, I like the way you said it, it sort of unraveling because whenever I first took a sip and, and then we came around for the review and I took another sip, I had a totally different whiskey in front of me. And and as as Mike's saying, it's getting it's getting even sweeter, which is not the thing we said when we took our first sip. No, the first no, yeah. sip was very rum tasting, very yep. heavy, very smoky, and now it's, a, it's so much sweeter. It is just changing so much uh, as it opens up. Really, really interesting whiskey. Yeah, this, this is one of those that as you get these smaller distillers who are trying to do something unique, this is unique. Mm-hmm. This is different from what everyone else is doing. And you kind of go, I get that you want maybe a whiskey that trends more towards the rum. This reminds me a lot not quite as refined as the Redemption Rum Cask Finish. That Redemption Rum Cask Finish, which, yes, the man who makes your liver hurt, Deutsch Family Wine and Spirits, Kenny Michael, a.k.a. the Liquor Fairy, a.k.a. Big Whiskey, a.k.a. whatever he wants to call himself because he shows up with lots of whiskey. Um, 
when he was sampling at Implicit Birthday, he had that rum cast finish. This reminds me of that. But what we're starting to see, and I'm really curious if we're starting to see out of the Florida Key area, the distilleries are really starting to do some different stuff because we talked about when we had Papa's Pilar, which is the Hemingway distillery, the Hemingway family, right? Papa being Ernest Hemingway, Pilar being his boat. And when we had the Marquesas blend, which was their rum finished in whiskey casks. How absolutely off the charts phenomenal that rum was and is. Because if you can find it, it's only like 35 bucks a bottle. That to me, that's dessert. The best way I can explain it is a brown sugar alcohol bomb. Like when you smell it, when you taste it, it's like someone dissolved a big hunk of brown sugar in some light rum and that's, that's what you get. This starting to trend that direction, but it's really curious to see what's coming out of Key West. John Mode of the Dania Beach Bourbon Club. I got to thank him. He's not able to make this particular recording. Couldn't take a phone call because, hey, look, sometimes family comes first. And that's absolutely the case for John. John, we're going to give you a call next week. We're going to bring you in. We're going to talk to you about it. We're going to talk to you because I know you know the guy. But we will bring you in. We're going to come back. We've got more on things that apparently we just can't seem to learn on this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. 
Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. Welcome back to this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. The second hour, which we are in, by the way, Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress. Renee Girard makes this hour possible. Stop by. There's still time to catch Renee, find a cigar, find a stogie, find some pipe tobacco, sit on the porch. You know what? It might be hot. Go sit in the smoke room. You can absolutely catch the rest of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Renee will have it on as we get set to bring you more of what we apparently just can't learn. So one of the greatest ironies of things that we can't seem to learn is something that is actually kind of an interesting paradigm here on implicit bias, which is this, which is we here on implicit bias are known for being relatively conservative, (laughs) relatively. So that being the case, we favor small government, We favor rights of the individual. We favor small business. We don't necessarily always favor big corporations, which actually aligns with some people who claim not to be conservative. You would think we have something in common. Well, there's a reason why we think the way we do, and we would hope that we learn. Well, this week, Bank of America gave us something to learn about. This story comes from theintercept.com. Now, I don't care what the source is. We've had this conversation before. When they can show you the documentation, not unnamed sources at Bank of America said, they've got a copy of the internal email from Bank of America in which an executive stated, and I quote, We hope, close quotes, working Americans will lose leverage in the labor market in recent private memo obtained by The Intercept. Now, you might wonder, why would Bank of America hope that Americans would lose leverage in the labor market? See, this is where sometimes it's a complete facepalm that we just don't learn. See, five, six years ago, wages were increasing. Real earned wages were going up. The dollar that you made was worth more four years ago than it is today. That's because of inflation. That's because of policy. It's because of a lot of things. But here's the kicker. This came in a mid-year review from June 17th, written by Ethan Harris, head of global economics research for the corporation's investment banking arm. And he says, and I quote, by the end of next year, we hope the ratio of job openings to unemployment is down to the more normal highs of the last business cycle. The menu, the memo rather, 
comes amid a push by the Federal Reserve to cool down the economy. So that brings us a really big question. Why, why would the Federal Reserve try to cool down the economy on purpose? Why would Bank of America hope that you, me, we lose leverage in the labor markets? See, this is where really smart people sometimes get lost in the really simple stuff. Because the reality is, when you lose leverage in the labor market, that means somebody else wins. It's either an employee's market or it's an employer's market. So we have with us here in the Top Secret Podcast layer, the crew this week, we have Sam sitting in the corner who works for himself. And Sam, you have worked for a larger company at one point, correct? Yes. Thank you for that succinct answer. We have Mike Trammell of Luxury Limo of Lafayette. So, Mike, you've done business with a really large company, correct? Yes, I have. Have you worked directly for that company? As far as corporate America, you're talking yes. about? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you've got some experience with Fortune 500, say? Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. All right. Caleb, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting an idea in the room of just kind of what the experience level is. Caleb, I mean... You could argue that you've worked for the largest company in the world, which is the U.S. government, yeah, one, right? One of the worst employers, too. But uh, I've worked for some really large uh, stock market trading companies. I've worked for uh, companies that were you know, billion-dollar operating companies uh, and was a very small cog in the wheel at a time. Okay. Well, look, the reality is uh, everybody here, we're, uh, I hate to tell you if you don't know, we're all small cogs in the wheel, Right. Millicent, you work for Acadiana Veteran Alliance, the executive director. Prior to that, any large company experience? No, no large not a company experience, all small. Um, but obviously through Acadiana Veteran Alliance, we do work with a lot, lot of the larger companies here in town now. Okay, so let's, let's do some really simple math. When it's an employee's market, the job market, what do employees get when it's an employee market? What happens? Higher wages. Why? <laughs> well, the market that's out there right now is uh, the, basically the employee can almost come and tell you when they want to work. Are they going to, I mean, you, you almost have to take on. What's the part- basic economic law? As far as. Of, supply of, and demand. Supply yeah. and demand. Yes, there, there we go. So Sam's picking up what I'm laying down. Mike was headed down that road, just not the same language. So we're, we're talking the same premise, right? Supply and demand. So in an employee's market, employees, there's low supply. Very. Right? Very. Very. And, there, and, and that's the case kind of right now. Low supply. That means employers have high demand. So when supply is low and demand is high, what does that mean for price? Price goes way up, which means that the companies, where does that money have to come from that they're paying to the employees? Caleb said the word. Go ahead, Caleb. Grab a mic. You can say the one word. It, it comes from those profits. You got you to gotta trim that margin. Okay. So for those who've never done this math before, I know we've got some young listeners out there. I've always believed that if we ever really understood what it costs to make the items that we buy, 
we would have an instant revolt on our hands. Because many of the items that we buy, the actual cost to make it is next to nothing. The largest expense that every business in the United States has is what to the panel? Labor, right? It's labor. And if labor goes up, that takes your most expensive item if you're a corporation. And it makes it even more expensive at an exponential scale because you've got so many employees. But in turn, when you have to pay these employees more and more, you have to raise your prices to make your P&Ls as far as for your, your customers are paying more and it's a big circle. So I, I, I absolutely agree with you. But here's the point. You have a corporation, and this is the sad part. You have a corporation that when times are bad is saying we want them to get worse. Inflation's bad right now. Yep. People are hurting. And what is, what is Bank of America saying? We want them to do what? Hurt worse. Why? So we as an organization can make more money. Well, and it's the kind of organization they are, right? What is the Bank of America? What other banks sell? Debt. Yep. You know, they take your money, give you a 1% interest rate, but yet they loan it out to someone else at 4, 5, 6% plus origination fees. And at the end of the year, when they're like, well, here's your $100. But there's an eighty-two dollar there's an eighty-two dollar fee for handling your money. Yep. That they've already turned over multiple times at four six percent. That's what they sell. They sell debt. And this is not to pick on Bank of America no, because no, guess what? Banks. This is everyone. This yeah. is every as Millicent say that again. This is everyone. This is every business out there, right? Especially the big ones, because they've got the largest cost of overhead, mm-hmm. right? So. This is the crazy part that people aren't putting together is there are people who say, oh, this is great right now. When times are good, when people are making money. It's not because they're making money, taking it away from the fellow worker next to them. It's because they're taking it from the corporation. When people are hurting right now and they are saying we want them to hurt more. It's because in times like this, in bad times, Corporations make more when you, money. When you look at the profits and losses, when you look at everything else, we're hearing record record profits on multiple things. Yep. You know, small companies, as a business owner, if you don't know what, what your nut is, what you have to have, figure that out. You know, like us, I know exactly what the margin has to be, and that's where we set it. Because with the number of employees we have, we know what it takes to pay bills, keep things going, and to be able to incentivize our employees when and how we can. And look, let's... Go ahead, Melissa. Real quick, and to piggyback off of that, what Caleb said is what we're seeing, especially here locally, is a lot of our small businesses, they hit the ground running of just trying to make it from day to day, right? And they never stopped and did what Caleb just said. And so now they're really in a bind because they have no idea what it's going to take to make it to next year or five years forward, right? So that's the unfortunate part of what we're looking at is what does our local economy look like? a couple of years down the road because of what's happening currently. So, and to your point, I just want to make sure we're clear. Look, we do not begrudge anyone making money. Not even close. No, and, and, and nowhere near because, you know, the more money that, that like the Rustic Renegade brings in, the better we are as a community because we give back to not only our employees who make more than a fair wage, we give back to, to charities, everything else. And that's what we're supposed to do to be plugged in the community. You know, you go into business to make money, but it's whenever you use that 
when you're leveraging that over the, the, the benefit of the community, the benefit of the people, the benefit of the employees, which a lot of larger corporations, that's what they go for and not for the, the satisfactory life and outcome of their individual employees. And, and that's well, the what point. What is fair wage? Well, and, and that's the point, right? Because a mom and pop, a privately held company is, and I'm not going to say always because that's one of those immature words like saying never, but usually a mom and pop company is more cognizant, more relative, and more empathetic to the community and more tied to the community and making sure that the entire community is set up to keep itself afloat as opposed to some of these really big organizations like Bank of America who are like, we're going to take our profits. We want everybody to hurt. We're good to go. Look, we are not good to go with everybody hurting. We want you to make as much money as possible. We want you to do business locally, and we hope you'll stick locally as we come back with more Implicit Bias after this break. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. Renee Gerard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist, owns Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress, right between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. How many cigars are in that humidor? A lot. A hundred? Oh, more than that. Way more than that? Way more than that. It don't matter? Thousands of cigars. Thousands? Thousands. Thousands of cigars <laughs> in the humidor of Piper's Haven. So you've got all these cigars. You've got pipes and pipe tobacco stuff. I got pipes, pipe tobacco, cigars, cigar lighters, cigar cutters, pipe lighters, pipe stands, Lambergee, Lambergee lamps, the scents. I got everything you need. Really what you need is a great cigar, great conversation of Piper's Haven. Yeah, right. and we need some cool weather because it's too hot to sit on a porch right now. I agree, but that's okay because you got a smoking room. Yes, we do. It's an air-conditioned smoking room with a big screen TV. So if you need a haven from home, you've got Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Street, between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Renee will help you pick out a great cigar. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. The Sam Stokes segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. The Sam Stokes segment means it's the penultimate segment, the second to last segment of this week's show. We have had a fantastic week so far. 
We have been joined by Michael Jenkins of Boy Scouts of America Evangeline Council. We are still joined, thankfully, by Millicent Nugent of Acadiana Veteran Alliance. We've got the Rustic Renegade here in the TSPL, as well as Mikey the Wheel Trammel. <clears throat> yeah, that's going to stick, Trammel. It's not going to stick, Kavon, because we're going to handle this out on Jefferson Street here shortly. <laughs> um, as soon as this show ends. Let me ask you viewers real quick. A little interactive. Viewers? Yeah, that, that's good because we're a radio Listeners. show and podcast. Listeners. There we go. Thank you. Uh, I'm a viewer. There you go. <laughs> Anybody that's a listener that has heard of Vin Scully, okay, <laughs> comment in the, in, the, in the Facebook or Instagram this week on this week's show if you ever heard of Vin Scully. Your guy, Kavon Bordlong, Mr. Sports, doesn't know who Vin Scully is, which amazes me. Dude, and the, with all the baseball references we're making have, tonight. Have I ever claimed to be all-knowing, all-seeing, omnipotent? No. Yeah. Matter of fact, I claim to be infinitely fallible. True. True. I uh, you know what that means? I'm impressed. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have Sam Stokes in the corner. We have Sam Stokes in the corner from Better Boot Productions, and we are diving into the things that we just don't learn from. And we just talked about Bank of America basically saying, we want to see you, me, in a worse position tomorrow than we are today. <clears throat> That's their email. You can find the story on theintercept.com. Please, please, please don't take my word for it. Go read it. Go read the email. It's there. Please go find it. I beg you don't trust me. Because we trust too many people in media today. <clears throat> so that being said, when I said they want you to feel pain, how about this as a thought process? So every year in Davos, Switzerland, there is a meeting of the World Economic Forum. We've talked about one of the guys who happens to frequent this meeting before. His name is Klaus Schwab. Yes, he's speaking the Deutsch. And Klaus um, actually has chimed in multiple times at this event. Now, we have even more people declaring, and Klaus Schwab actually said this, the future is built by us, <clears throat> meaning him. And two other European elites, and this is according to the article, which can be pulled up, and of course I'm going to have to get my phone out because my eyes are getting a little old. This is the Neonet like neon et, right? Neonetl.com, where they have said nation states have been warned not to resist the, quote, painful transition by holding on to their own sovereignty. Now, this is a quote from Klaus Schwab. We have the means to improve the state of the world, but two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities so that we serve not only our self-interests, but we serve the community. You know what? That's not a bad packaging of the message. That's what we call stakeholder responsibility, he continues with the quote. And second, he says, that we collaborate. Now, here's the problem with the quote. When he says the first one is that we act all as stakeholders of a larger community 
so that we serve not only our self-interest, but we serve the community. What he means is you sacrifice so that I can continue to live the life I like. Because if Klaus Schwab tomorrow was going to be taken from his, dare I say, mansion and put into a hovel like everybody else, he all of a sudden might not be so comfortable with what his own thoughts have alluded there. And then he says, secondly, we collaborate. And by collaborate, he means you will obey. This is the really interesting part, the redefinition of words. And we talked about this earlier in this week's episode, how we have this definition of words that you and I know. A stake. A stake as you and I know it is either the cut off of the internal rib loin, the tenderloin, what is known as the New York strip, a sirloin, that's a steak. Now we have people who say, oh, we can 3D print a steak. No, it's meat substitute. That's not a steak. When he says collaboration, he doesn't mean collaboration. He means obedience. You will do what we say. Remember, this is the same guy who said, and I quote, you will own nothing and like it. Direct quote. Again, please don't believe me. Go look it up. So now let's change that very quick conversation into what really shows you exactly what's going on behind the scenes. And it's this. In the last week, Wikipedia had a page get locked down. So for those who don't know how Wikipedia works, Wikipedia has decided to become the dictionary of the internet, the encyclopedia of the internet. And the initial premise was that anyone could edit anything. That's great. Until you get a moron editing something, or even worse, you get someone who's editing things with nefarious reasons. Caleb, I'm going to ask you, because you probably know this, top of your head. If you don't, it's okay. Until two weeks ago, what is the definition of a recession in the United States? Do you remember? I believe it's two weeks of negative uh, growth or negative GDP. Not two weeks. Uh, two, you're close. Yeah, two, two quarters. Two quarters. Sorry, yeah, two quarters. Two quarters of negative GDP, yeah. which for those who don't know, gross domestic output, right? Yep. In other words, two quarters, six months of consecutive declining yep. gross domestic product output. Correct. Yeah, Merriam-Webster, that's how they define it. That's how the, the, the <laughs> uh, definition of financial terms defined it. But I think someone's trying to change that right now. Oh, there's lots of people, lots of people trying to change that right now. So Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. after this was announced, locked the page, changed the definition of a recession, and then locked the page. And, and, you know, I think we can go back to Shakespeare and a rose by any any other name would smell just as sweet. But I think a recession by any other name hurts just as bad. Let's be, let's be brutally honest here. You can put any shade of freaking lipstick on that pig that you want. It's still a pig. And guess what? We are in a recession. Well, Joe Biden said we're not in a recession. I don't know if, you, if you've been watching lately. <laughs> Come on, apparently you're not up on the news because Joe Biden clearly said 
with with COVID also, he said that we are not in a recession. The the crazy part here is this, is that you are getting a multi-pronged assault on the definition of the word recession, right? This article from CNBC, Goldman Sachs, buy this groundbreaking stock poised to rally 75% from here. And then they go into everyone knows who cares that recessions happen when there are two consecutive quarters. Everyone that is except for the people who actually decide when the economy is in recession. So they give away the secret, right? Which is that, well, you don't get to decide what a recession is. Here's the definition. You don't get to say, yeah, that follows in with it. Now, someone else gets to do that. So they go on to say, for those folks at the National Bureau of Economic Research, the definition of a recession is much squishier. Don't you love the way they play with words here? Officially, the NBER defines recession as, and this is new, a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months. Well, gee, that's ambiguous. Congratulations. And I I don't want to speak ill of those who've passed, but we had a former governor who could speak for 30 minutes and not say a damn thing. They went to her school. Well, no, I mean, a few. So one, two is a couple. A few would be three. So then wouldn't... So that would be one quarter. Yeah, that would be one quarter. So then we're in double recession. One of the best parts is that if you continue reading this, there's actually a line in here that says, if this definition feels involved, it's because it is. The only reason it's involved is because you're trying to confuse people on purpose. Every other recession in United States history was defined by the same criteria. You don't get to change it now. Well, I mean, we have a federal government that has been thriving off of changing definitions for the past 12 years. Uh, You know, they changed the definition of a bump stock to where a bump stock made it a machine gun. Now they're changing the definition of uh, pistol braces to where pistol braces now become illegal SBRs. They're changing the definition of a legal firearm owner as we speak uh, with H.R. 1808. So... I think that that those in power just think that we don't really care. And what's what's unfortunate for them is the vast majority of us who have been very silent do care. And it's time to make our voices heard. It's, it's time to speak out, speak out against tyranny, speak out against an overreaching government, and just make your voice heard. So, Millicent, you've been really quiet through this. It's obvious you've got thoughts over there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have very similar thoughts, I think, as the table does. Um, It's very unfortunate that we are being told now what the definition of certain things are that we have been raised and history has shown to prove differently. Um, We are having to face it in everyday life um, from those business owners like Caleb to others. Um, You know, what are we, I mean, our economy here locally is truly feeling what is happening and yet we're being told and media is showing differently. And so it is just, it's heartbreaking that we're, that, that this is just happening and that obviously media is taking hold of this and running with it. Absolutely. Mike, you want to chime in real quick? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what Kayla said, the meanings you're, you're almost hurting the sheep. Like they're basically thinking the sheep are, are being herded right here. As far as like, the recession, I mean, look at the, the world's largest retailer, Walmart. 
Yeah, they just showed <laughs> well, that does bad a, forecast for earnings, and I mean, they started laying people off. Exactly. I mean, at their main Bentonville um, facility, they've actually laid people off. They're discounting items because they're becoming overstocked. If you just remember a few months back, we said we couldn't get enough ships in for supplies to 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 re you know supply all the shelves and stuff. And as go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I was letting you finish. Go ahead. Because you're, you're on point. Yeah, and then back to, uh, I mean, the local economy. I personally have six job openings right now, and I can't find anybody to work. The ones that come in, it's unfortunate. You almost have to take someone who, it's a heartbeat for your business. And that's not the image you want your business to have. But to keep going, you've almost got to you know, hire that person. I want to touch on real quick. So obviously so many businesses are in the same position as you, right? Unfortunately, they are just having to take that heartbeat, that individual that doesn't even care about what the position is about, doesn't care about your business on the back end, right? They're going to tell you when they want to work. Exactly. Exactly. So obviously we're seeing the world change, unfortunately, in so many different ways. And one of those things is (coughs) from my perspective, is seeing how fast an individual will literally hop from one job to another because of the dollar that they can make, right? It has nothing to do about the culture within the workplace, has nothing to do about the history of that business. It has nothing to do about the benefits they provide or whatnot. And I get it. I get that there is always going to be the dollar that you have to make a, you know, you have to make Some people have to meet a number, Absolutely, I agree. But we are now getting to a place where wage, like what we talked about earlier, what is, what is the proper wage now? Because you have businesses that are saying, I'll pay you. Oh my gosh. What are we at now? Almost like 17, 18, you know, $20 an hour for entry level, no experience. And then I have veteran owned businesses that are starting off and they can only pay 12, $13 an hour, but they can't find anyone to work for them. So So, look, we, this is almost an entire another show as we get to a point that we have to wrap up. It, but it's a fantastic point because you're right. We've lost a sense of normalcy. I'm going to argue that's by design. That is by design. The same reason that people are changing definitions because definitions are the rules by which we live life. And now we have people changing definitions, going back to definition of recession, milk, steak, right? Where they go, these are the rules of the game. And guess what? I can't win the game based on the original rules, so I'm going to change the rules so that I win. That's what we have to fight. That's the implicit bias we have to get underneath, and we will wrap up when we come back in the final segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Renee Gerard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist, owns Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress, right between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. How many cigars are in that humidor? A lot. A hundred? Oh, more than that. Way more than that? Way more than that. It don't matter? Thousands of cigars. Thousands? Thousands. Thousands of cigars (laughs) in the humidor of Piper's Haven. So you've got all these cigars. You've got pipes and pipe tobacco stuff. I got pipes, pipe tobacco, cigars, cigar lighters, cigar cutters. Pipe lighters, pipe stands, Lamberger, Lamberger lamps, the scents. I got everything you need. Really, what you need is a great cigar, great conversation of Piper Saman. 
Yeah, right. and we need some cool weather because it's too hot to sit on a porch right now. I agree, but that's okay because you got a smoking room. Yes, we do. It's an air-conditioned smoking room with a big screen TV. So if you need a haven from home, you've got Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Street between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Renee will help you pick out a great cigar. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nacol Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Hey, Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium. The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave. Special coffee blends. Unique gifts and grooming items. And best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway. Final segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon, doing my best to keep Sam Stokes from saying something that will embarrass himself yet again. Not succeeding. We are brought to you in hour two by Piper Saving, 3916 West Congress, Rene Girard, Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, I keep telling him I've identified myself as one, so you know what? I get the title because that's the rules now, but he doesn't seem to listen. He is, however, the only certified wizard of tobacco in the universe. Let's wrap up this week with, you know, a great story that ties back in to the opening monologue where we talked about people being put in place and essentially the people who assassinated Roman Caesar Caligula Basically, you're replacing one despot with another. For those who don't follow the reporting world and those who actually have chops in the reporting world, Catherine Herridge may be the best current news reporter in existence. Wow. Catherine has done yeoman's work and actually sourced documents. She has actually sourced stories that when she reports it, 
you can take it to the bank. Now, sooner or later, it's not going to be the case. But up until now, I trust her a little bit. She came out with this story in the last week, which, you know, the more you read it, the more you start to go, I could see it. I could believe it. I hate to do it, but I now understand it. Because what it means is that people have been put in place to take care of certain situations in major institutions in the United States. Catherine Herridge reported new, multiple, quote, highly credible FBI whistleblowers have come forward to senior Senate Republican Charles Grassley, Chuck Grassley, alleging a widespread effort to downplay or discredit negative information about the president's son, Hunter Biden, according to letters at CBS News, cbsnews.com. Now, we have that saying, it was part of the manifesto, if you remember last week's episode, if you caught it. Trust none of what you hear and only half of what you see. So I will trust half of the memo that she includes from the United States Senate outlining said allegations. So the question becomes, do I believe it? Well, let's be honest. We have unnamed whistleblowers. There's part of me that wants to play by the rules that the other side plays by, which is believe all whistleblowers, right? Apparently, we were supposed to believe a guy who was in a crowded restaurant who was a couple tables away who says he heard a phone call between the president of the United States and apparently could also understand what was going on from the person on the phone. We got to believe that guy. And then there's part of me who goes, yeah, no. So I'm not going to believe all whistleblowers. But that means we have to put together the puzzle. So what is the puzzle? The puzzle would be this. There's a laptop that we know is real. There are emails that we know were written by the president's son referencing, quote, the big guy getting 10% of his deals with foreign governments. There is a gentleman by the name of Tony Bobolinsky who went on the record, put his name, put his reputation, put his life, put his family's life on the line to say, I met with them. And then we go back to what we talked about in the monologue, which is, and yet, nothing has happened. Much like Caleb eating the chicken crackling here in the top secret podcast layer, he had none of it. Of course, that means he had half the bag. But again, nothing has happened. There are videos of this obviously troubled man doing obviously troubled things. And somebody here in the TSPL, please remind me. How much has he been held accountable for? Nothing. <coughs> Repeat that? Nothing. Can you say that in another way? Zero. Nothing. 
Uh, okay, so we have a nada, we have a zero, we have nothing. That's Caleb's uh, grandmother, Nottings. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was Nana. Yeah. Nana. Yeah. No, Nana. 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 Nada. Like Spanish for zero. Nothing. And, and you, you know what gets me is not only has, has no one been held accountable, no one's taken any personal responsibility with this. There's been, it, if any one of, one of us would have something, God, nowhere near remotely this, we would have, we would apologize. We would have said, hey, look, God, forgive me. Uh, I'm trying to do better. I'm, I'm trying to change my life around. They've just continued on. And to make matters worse, they've continued on and said, yeah, not my fault. Right? <laughs> they've actually said, oh, this, uh, let, let's, let's go back. First, this was Russian disinformation. It was a smear campaign created by their opponents. Now, oh, it's real. Yeah, well, this, this brings me back to, there's a show called um, Innocent or Guilty or Accused, Innocent or Guilty, where they follow someone through the process of a criminal trial from arrest the whole nine yards. And there was this one on that I was watching last week. And there's this young man who says, yeah, my defense is I wasn't there. It was mistaken identity. I didn't do it. They offer him a plea deal, and he goes, yeah, I did it, and here's why. Wait, hold, wait I, I thought you didn't do it. I, I thought you said you weren't there. I thought you said someone mistook you for someone else. All of a sudden, your complete story changes? Same thing here. Oh, that's Russian disinformation. Yeah, no, it's not anymore. Oh, it's a smear campaign. Yeah, no, it's not a smear campaign anymore. The reality is, if this were, to Caleb's point, you, me, anybody in this room whose laptop got found by the local sheriff's department, not the freaking FBI, you'd be a major headline and under the jail, a feather in the cap of someone in law enforcement to say, we busted this bad person. And instead, what we have is something very, very different. And look, there are no sacred cows on this show. You bring me evidence of another politician, I don't care what the letter is. That's why I said at the beginning, there are no R's, there are no D's. What you have to realize is it's us against them. Because once they get initiated into the club, they're no longer one of us. It's now everything they can do to protect themselves. And therein lies the biggest problem. Mike, you seem perplexed over there. Like you're, you're pondering something. Well, it's kind of like he's in kind of like old Louisiana politics. He's in the good boy, good old boy society. You know, he, everything he does is going to be covered up and protected, but, but it's out there. Oh, it's absolutely, it, it's out there. I mean, if you want to go find this information, please. <clears throat> and look, I'll tell you, I've heard that there were nefarious things going on from previous presidents. I look into it all. There are presidents with ours behind their name. I'm not happy about some of the things that they did. I'm not happy about the way that they functioned in some places. But it just so happens that the son of the now sitting president has got himself in some hot water. And unfortunately, this leak by Catherine Herridge 
Don't judge what they say, judge what they do. We're looking at what they do, and I believe they're doing everything they can to cover it up, which is what I hope you are not doing with your implicit bias. Because unfortunately, we only get two hours of your time every week. We hope that you get to spend two hours with us and you get to enjoy it, and we hope that when you leave us, you get to go spread your implicit bias with everybody else the entire week, the entire time, and come back right here next Saturday and catch more of our weekly whiskey, more of your implicit bias. Have a great week. Implicit Bias is produced by and copyright of Pipe Dream Entertainment, LLC. Shop at New News, a proud sponsor of Implicit Bias on KPEL. New News is dedicated to providing excellent food, excellent drinks, and excellent service. Known for their specialty meats and superb liquor and beer selection, it's all here. Family run and family oriented, we know our customers by name and strive to deliver a great shopping experience to every customer every time. New news, now open in Youngsville, Milton, Maurice, and Scott. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. 